This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Labine. Only on the BetQL Network. Hey, everyone. Awesome guest today. Look at him. It's your boy, Eric Anders. Eric, man, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. And yourself? Pretty good, man. Thank you for joining. Appreciate it. I know you got a lot on your schedule, which we'll get into, but uh, you just mentioned you finished a workout. What were you hitting today? Uh, today was leg day, man. The most dreaded day of, of all. Sorry to hear that, bro. My legs are still hurting from Monday. So <laughs> um, so as I mentioned, busy, busy man. I think you even have an event tomorrow, correct? B2 Fighting Series 173? No, I had a, a grapple. Uh, I had to drop that one. You know, I can't be two places at once. I got, you know, that one's in Orange Beach. And then Saturday morning, I have to be in Scottsboro, Alabama, which is at the other side of the of the state. So, you know, I had to kind of choose between which ones, which one to go to. And, I, you know, it's an autograph signing. So a um, lot less chance of injury, probably make a little bit more money. And, uh, yeah, a lot easier on my body. I get a rest day. So. Yes, sir. I uh, decided to go with the signing instead of the, the grappling. Hey, man, that's cool. Fans aren't going to complain there. They'll get the, they'll get the autograph, so that's awesome. Um, so we'll skip the B2 fighting series. You were scheduled to fight or grapple uh, Joss Yelverton, who's a brown belt. but And, and I'm sure, dude, well, that'll happen. You know, I'm sure that'll happen uh, after, after this fight. I'm sure I'll have some downtime and want to stay active, which is why I chose to do that or, you know, agreed to do it in the first place was just to stay active and, you know, get some reps in before, you know, um, an actual fight. So, yeah, I'm sure that that match will happen, um, you know, probably sometime early next year. Cool. Awesome. Looking forward to it. So next week, are you still planning on doing Fury Fury, Fury 5? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm there. I'm there. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Um, I guess a a UFC, uh, current UFC middleweight. Um, I like Andre Petrosky. Yeah, I like I like the rule set um, a little a lot better. You know, there's no leg attack. So again, like for me, these are just reps, and you know, it's fun. I love grappling. It's fun, um, but I don't want to get hurt. You know, just and, grappling, and then I can't fight, and I miss out on you know my main income. So right. you know, I think it'd just be fun. Go out there, nice, uh, you know, good competition. You know, college wrestler, you know, submitted that Maximo, whatever. Nate Diaz's boy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, who's also, like, a pretty good wrestler. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's got some mission skills. He can obviously wrestle and grapple, and, uh, you know, it should be fun. Yeah, man. So, um, Fury 5, pro grappling, August 
is that August 26th or 7th? That's August 27th in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. August 26th, they have a fight card the night before. Um, So what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Just just like, yeah, with all the, with all the Philly guys, I've been interviewing them. Uh, Some definitely good names in the card. Check it out. So um, they they came to, they come to Tunica, Mississippi a lot. And uh, they had uh, Torres. I can't remember his first name. Eddie Torres. Yeah, I, you know, I thought that he was, like, Hispanic, but I guess he's Italian. <laughs> or, you know, he's pretty dark, you know? I can't remember. His name's, like, the Italian Warrior or something like that. I don't have the nickname in front of me, but you're talking about New Jersey's Eddie Torres. Yeah, they all train with Daniel Gracie. Right, um, yeah. Uh, Sean Brady was in his corner. I got the same time with them. But, you know, I think Petrosky, uh trains there as well, so. Yep. You know, it's fun watching those guys fight, fight and compete. You know, they're doing really well uh, in the UFC and, you know, on the local and uh, regional circuit as well. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're a great gym. They're 15-0 and 0 in the UFC with, uh, oh, wow. Wow. yeah, Brady, Petrosky, Jeremiah Wells, and Pat Sabatini. Um, yeah, dude, I watched Sabatini kill a dude. In <laughs> the dude literally died in the are, are you speaking that Sabatini actually killed a man in the octagon or close to yeah, it? Yeah, no, he died. And then they brought him back to life. <laughs> he, did, he like knocked the dude out on his feet, and then the referee like grabbed Sabatini, and the dude that he was fighting like face planted. And I guess he hit his head again, and like his heart stopped. Wow! He died, and then they brought him back. That's it may have been, it may have been It may have been Sabatini's last fight before he made it to the UFC. That's insane, dude. I did not know that. I'm going to have to ask Pat about that because I've, I've been talking to those guys at that gym. That's nuts, man. Yeah, MMA, you guys are crazy. <laughs> um, so yeah, let, I think the special kind of dumbass to want to do this. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you're a dumbass. Warrior. We'll say warrior, huh? Uh, you know, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so um, we just talked to Fury 5, Petrosky, all that. Do you have a game plan going in or are you just going to go in there, have fun and grapple? Go in there, have fun, grapple. You know, I'm sure I'll end up on my back at some point. You know, I'm very comfortable on my back. Um, have a good submission game off my back. Uh, I think my grappling is, like, super underrated because I don't do it much in fighting because I like I like to throw hands, you know. And, yeah, sure. uh, so people don't really know uh, about my pedigree. You know, I'm not, like, a college wrestler or nothing like that, but I am a purple – I am a world champion at the purple belt level. I'm just a brown belt, so you know, it wasn't too long ago that you know, I was winning worlds, so it's not like I'm a slouch, you know, so yeah, I just, uh, you know, really haven't had a chance to, to demonstrate the grappling aspect of my game. Um, I would imagine, you know, I haven't really watched too much film yet, but I would imagine that he's going to try and grapple. I know he's got some submissions. They call him the Darth Knight. It's probably a reason for that. And, uh, yeah, you know, I think, you know, he got his face broke against uh, Roman. So I think when guys get injuries like that, it kind of makes them hesitant to want to get punched in the face again, you know. So I guess he got need, but um, I would imagine that, you know, he's going to try and, you know, take me down, you know, and submit me or put me up against the cage and hold me there. So um, I don't think it's anything I haven't seen before. I think my uh, the people I fought versus the people he's fought, my strength of schedule is way, you know, way higher than his, way better or whatever. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, like I said, you know, he's game. I'm sure he'll come forward throwing and try and take me down and, you know, we'll see how it goes.
Yes, sir. Yeah, he's definitely a clinch heavy fighter. So get ready to kick yourself off that cage. But I think <laughs> I think you got him. Man. I think you got it. And that, that's me. That's me saying that against a Philly guy. You know, I I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big better. So uh, yeah. money, money's going to be on you here again, brother. I know. If, if you bet, you got to bet with your brain, not with your heart. So I'm, I'm sure your heart says Philly, but your brain says your boy. So you know. I mean, honestly, dude, I've been watching you fight a lot longer than I've been watching Dawkins fight. So my heart's with you, too. <laughs> oh, man, I appreciate it, man. Making me blush. Got you, bro. No problem. So um, how did this fight come to be? Was this just like management? Did you guys chirp back and forth at all? Um, not really. You know, I don't know Kyle. Never met him. Uh, never seen him. Never. You know, obviously, I watch him fight, dude. I'm not going to be like these guys who are like, oh, I don't know who that is. Like, I know who Kyle Dawkins is. I watch fighting. I'm a fan of fighting. So. Yeah, him and his brother, you know, uh, I like both their styles. So, you know, I, I just don't say no. You know, they ask me if I want to fight whoever. The answer is always yes. As long as the date, like, just give me time to train. Give me time to cut weight. Give me time to, you know, do everything the right way. And, uh, you know, I'll show up. Yes, sir. So how uh, have you started training camp yet for this? Or are you going to be a Spartan for this camp? Um, no, nah, I'm going to fight ready, uh, probably like September 25th, um, or somewhere in that time frame. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this grappling tournament next week, then, uh, worlds for jujitsu next week or the week after that, you know, uh, really kind of amp up my, my, my training and then, uh, you know, kind of get in shape before I go to get in fight shape and prepare for Kyle um in late september early october yeah man so you mentioned you got fury five you got worlds coming up is there any specific reason for taking on all these grappling events is it to prepare for kyle is it just kind of to have fun to uh, man just to have fun man just man i haven't fought since may you know yeah. so you know it's been a while you know i guess december you know it's been like seven months or something like that and that's a super long layover for me so uh, i think it's just like imperative to like stay active and keep doing stuff just to kind of keep that game speed and reaction time up. Cause I think when people take a long layoff, you know, they're probably not training as hard. I think your reaction time uh, is the first thing that dwindles. So, and I need to go out there, compete at a high level, high pace, you know, where guys are really trying to, you know, not, you know, I'm not getting hit, you know, but you know, at the same time, they're trying to break my arm. They're trying to, to choke me. They're trying to, they're trying to win too. They're competitors. So, you know, I think it's imperative just to like kind of keep it, keep, keep things moving, you know? Yeah, man, totally. I think uh, being active is super important in MMA, especially compared to any other sport. Um, you had lingering neck issues for a while, right? And I think this is awesome. You did stem cell therapy for it. I just kind of want to ask, how is that like held up now? Is that still, uh, is your neck fine? Was that a, Dude, describe yeah, that process no, my neck is great. I had like three bulging discs in my neck. And just like, if you wrestle or if you've ever wrestled, you know that that is an issue because, yeah. you know, you do a lot, you know, you steer the body with your head, you know, especially I'm like a double leg guy. So, you know, it's right like a football outside. tackle. Yeah. You know, or just like, you know, forehead, the sternum kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Every, every time, like, but then they also, when they fight off, you know, they, they try to manipulate your head and, and dude, it was just, it hurt all the time. Like I'd go to sleep and like my, you know, wake up in the middle of the night with my fingers numb and tingling and it just sucked. And uh, so I kind of got away from the wrestling and grappling because I was like, dude, the shit hurts. I don't want to do it. 
and you know it really affects you know that's a whole like part of the fight you know if, you, if you're not going to threaten takedowns or grappling at all like it's a lot easier to you know defend the strikes if you have nothing else to worry about uh, so to speak so I just want to be like more well-rounded so you know I got the opportunity to go out there to Tijuana to sell you the performance institute and uh do the stem cells and now I had them put in like my shoulder, I tore my meniscus, had them do it in my meniscus and uh, my neck. And dude, at all the places that they injected stem cells, my neck, they had the best results. Like wow. it was even to the point where I couldn't like turn my neck uh, oh. over my right shoulder like this, but now like I can look all the way around, you know, and I just, I don't have the numbness in my fingers and stuff when I wake, when I go to sleep. and it's just been great like i can do all that stuff with my neck again it doesn't creak crack or pop anymore yeah and it uh i have full range of motion there's nothing that i do with my neck that hurts anymore or with my head so yeah you know it's great that's awesome man very glad to hear you're healthy and feeling good um i believe i said i said we would get back into this give you a chance to speak on it you can tell me to buzz off too but your last time out against park split decision didn't go your way i believe that was your first fight back since getting the neck uh, treatment but uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah sure um, I, I thought you looked great i i you know i'm from i'm a random guy from pennsylvania doesn't matter i had a scorecards going your way i just want to give you a chance to talk about that fight like wh what was that um, like dude i haven't rewatched it or anything um but like i don't know sometimes if you look at the one guy's face after a fight and then you look at the other guy's face yeah and, you know, that's not always like a good indicator, but I think like a good indicator, especially between the fighters who thinks won or lost is before they read the scorecards, you know, one guy's got his head up and like, you know, he thinks he won. The other guy's got his head down. He thinks they lost, he lost. And then they read the scorecards and then like their demeanor changes. Like, so I'm oh. like, man, even that motherfucker thought he lost, you know, his coach hit me in my DM said that he thought he lost. Uh. He hit me in my DMs. Um, I think I won. I think the only like competitive round or like close round was the third round. And that's the hardest he fought the whole fight was the third round. So let's just say like you give him that round, which I'm still not even sure that you do. I won the first two rounds, you know, even if I don't like finish the takedown, if I'm initiating the takedown and holding you against the cage and striking against the cage and you're not doing anything, I'm winning. What is the difference in my, I don't know, but in my opinion, like if I'm holding you against the cage, what's the difference in that than me finishing the takedown and holding you on your back and you can't get up. Totally agree. You know, it's, it's, it's just one's vertical, one's horizontal outside of the actual finish of the takedown. But maybe, maybe I wasn't trying to finish the takedown. Maybe that was what I was trying to do was just to like rush him to the cage, you know? Um, so I don't know what judges look at, see, or how they score it, but, you know, I do aim to finish fights, um, but they're all not going to be first or second round finishes. So sometimes you got to like wear a dude down, get him tired and kind of win the point and time of possession or, you know, uh, control time, uh, control time game, you know, mm -hmm. uh, these are all like part of the criteria to how they should be judged anyways. So I don't know, dude, you know, uh, and to be honest, man, I really don't care about the wins and losses, dude, but you know, it kind of fucks my money up. You know, I lose half my money. 
and I know you, know, you bet so on that fight too. So that's I did. Yes, too. Man, they took away my 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 money. You that's know, so. yeah, man. But you know, look ahead, December third. Get it, you'll get it back. That's my yeah, least I, favorite thing. My least favorite thing about MMA betting, dude, is the fucking judges. Like yeah, but you know that I like the, I like the small cage, dude. I like the apex. I think we're fighting in the apex. Yeah. Um, it kind of puts you on top of each other and it like and makes the fight happen more, you know. So, man, it's just up to me to go out there and you know just you know beat the shit out of people and you know give more output or man. To be honest, I don't even know what the judges are looking for or what they want out of me, but uh, no one does, bro. You know, the the decision thing hardly ever goes my way. I think I've won one close fight against Mershart and the rest. If it's even close, it goes to the other guy every rep. Yeah, man. I totally understand the frustration. Um, judging in itself is a problem, but I think specifically against your fights, it's you, you've, you've seen some bad decisions. Um, so I hope you can go out there in the small cage and break this guy's face again. <laughs> man, I'll try, dude. I promise you I'm going to try. <laughs> um, so almost done here. I got a few left for you. We're talking about betting. I want to ask you, you, you do bet a little bit. Do you have any... Um, advice for people that i guess for the next fight specifically the lines aren't out yet but what, what do you say to people that are going to bet on you bet on me um yeah I, I don't know you know uh i just like outside of a submission i don't see how, how that you know docus is going to beat me it's not like he's a super high output guy he tends to slow down um during fights and this is just me like going off memory i haven't like studied him yet um i don't know how many decisions he did he beat no phil hawes beat him right yes yeah um i'm not sure if he if he might be in the same boat as me man the decisions just not might be for him you know but you know with his you know darce and anaconda game like choking you know his submission game i wouldn't even say like all submissions just like chokes like darces and you know if you have a good darce chances are you probably have a good guillotine and anaconda too so right. you know, i'd say i guess his front chokes are probably pretty good he seems like a long skinny dude i think he's like six three yeah he's long um so you know he's got those long arms uh, if he gets me down you know it could be an issue but um i think my takedown defense is really good i don't think he's got knockout power outside of a headbutt, you know, if he, you know, he took out <laughs> on like that, you yeah. know. Um, I just think the fight favors me in just about every way outside of a submission. I don't have any submissions. Um, just one in like 20-something fights. Yeah. Um, so, right. you know, um, man, decision or, or finish my way, I think. Love it. Love it. I'll keep it in mind when I put the bets down. You got any bets for 260 or 278 this weekend? Uh, let's see. We got Leon and uh, Miro, yeah. Ushman. Uh, I'm gonna go Ushman. Um, Rockhold and Costa's co-main. Oh, dog! I'm. I would go Costa knockout round yeah. one or two. <laughs> yep, pretty easy prop bet, I think. Yep. And the last one I'll ask you about Jose and Marab. Oh man, I hate this fight. I like Marab. Marab's cool, dude. I like you know. Um, and he's probably going to win because he just doesn't get tired. And if you even like look at Marlon Moraes, 
Ryan Marais was beating the shit out of him until he got too tired of beating the shit out of him and, yeah. you know, got fucked up. And it is a three-round fight, though. I think Jose could fight at a high pace for three rounds. But I just don't think that anybody at 35 can match um, Rob's, like, cardio, especially, dude. They're in Salt Lake, dude. I don't know what the altitude is at, in Salt Lake, but I'm pretty sure it's, like, 3,000 or higher mm-hmm. feet, so... Uh, we had to take that into effect. So my heart goes for Jose, but I think Marab gets that one done. Cool, cool. So I got two left for you real quick, and then I'll let you get out of here, go prepare for your busy couple weeks ahead. Um, so everyone saw you were on Joe Rogan's podcast earlier in the summer. How was that, man, living out everyone's freaking dream right there? Ah, dude, it was great. You know, he's such an easy guy to talk to. Um, and, you know – Especially for a dude who runs the number one podcast uh, in the world, you know, he does the comedy stuff, he does the the commentating stuff for the UFC. He was just a chill, down to earth dude. It was just like, you know, talking to anybody that you just met off the street. Like, he didn't have like this aura of like, you know, some dudes on that level, like they think they're invincible and like, like you know, they just. But he's not that, dude. He's just like a normal, just, hey, what's up? You know, the only thing, dude, he, like, he's so good at the podcast thing. There's like, he just kept the conversation moving so fast. You know, I was like, but I wasn't done answering the question. And now we're talking about <laughs> something else. I just want to be like, man, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. But I just kind of let him steer the conversation and, you know, whatever came up, came up. And, you know, it was, it was awesome. I think the thing, at least for me, that, people like about joe rogan is that like he's knowledgeable about everything but he's also willing to have a conversation and not an argument yes you know a lot of people like they disagree with something it becomes an argument and then it's fuck you no fuck you and it's well hey i thought this and i read this and i read that but then he's talking to an expert on the subject and he's like oh i never thought or i didn't know or you know he's just uh, such like an open-minded uh, um, person and he actually seems curious about what it is that he's talking about and the questions that he asks so I think there's a level of like uh, authenticity you get with with Joe Rogan yeah man he's awesome and it was a great episode I've only watched like half of it so far but awesome episode so I'm excited to finish um, I appreciate it we've been talking fights here for like 20-23 minutes or whatever enough of that let me just ask you about yourself dude for those who don't follow your Instagram or follow you Tell me about Eric, the person, like, what are some of your interests, hobbies, things you do that aren't fighting and training? Oh, well, man, I started a garden. It's, you know, oh, yeah. it was, was thriving, but that planted beans and the beans just went wild and like <laughs> took over everything. So I'd like, you know, they were like eating all the nutrients, I think. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I ripped the beans out and I took some other stuff with it because it was just all overgrown. So, mm. you know, I kind of fucked my pumpkins, watermelon up. Um, but I like gardening, um, spending time with the kids. is probably the main thing. Yeah. Um, especially during the summer, my, my oldest and I took a road trip out to Yellowstone, which is phenomenal. Um, but yeah, that's it, man. Just, you know, gardening, you know, doing little odd projects. I like to stay busy. I don't like to just sit around and do nothing. So I'll just like find something around the house to, to fix like replace all the toilets or change light bulbs or you know 
some dad stuff, you know? Yeah, dude, love it. I got the big garden out back, too. It's not mine. It's my fiance's, but uh, I get the lifestyle. It's awesome. <laughs> dude, go, go out there and, like, plant some shit and watch it grow. and like. I got some peppers. Yeah, 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 dude. It's like, I didn't think I would like it. Like, I started a garden last year because... You know, I think I had surgery and I couldn't do shit and I wanted something to do. So I just, you know, started a little garden and I, you know, grew a bunch of tomatoes and sweet potatoes and uh, some peppers and tomatoes and cucumbers. And I was like, oh, snap. And then I, you know, started doing a little research about how to grow different stuff. Then I expanded the garden and grew a bunch of other stuff. And, you know, it's pretty cool. Hey, dude, homesteading is the way to go, man. Not a fan of supermarkets. I wish I could grow it all out back. <laughs> um, so before we get out of here, I just want to give you the opportunity. Is there anything you'd like to say to your friends, family, supporters, fans? The mic is yours. Uh, man, you know, just you know, I appreciate all the love and support that, you know, everybody throws my way. You know, it, uh, it really does mean a lot. And, uh, you know, without, you know, fans and people watching, you know, there is no UFC. There is no fighting. There is no you know, anything. So, you know, especially because, you know, it's the entertainment business. So, you know, I appreciate you guys tuning in, watching my fights and, you know, keeping up with me. Thank you. Hell yeah, man. Everybody, August 27th, next Saturday, Fury 5 grappling. Eric Andrews is taking on Andre Petrosky. And then December 3rd, he's taking on another Philly boy. Kyle Dawk is back in the octagon. Eric, dude, thanks so much for this. Really appreciate the time. I know you got so much on your plate. So you're the man. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, dude, of course. We'll do it again, all right? Have a good one.